Hi, this is Brian Landau, and you're listening to The Drip, a podcast about how to caffeinate your campaigns. Today, I'm joined by Andrea Long. Andrea is the Senior Manager, Global Employer Brand and Recruitment Marketing at DoorDash. In this episode, we talk about marketing and sponsorship strategies for employer branding, where to start with DEI, and Andrea's very innovative startup, Swag by Asayo. Hi, Andrea. Hey, Brian. How are you? Andrea Long is a Bay Area native, UC Davis alumna and entrepreneur. Andrea has worked on event marketing, recruitment marketing, and diversity recruiting initiatives at top tech companies and has led the strategy and execution of programming for employee resource groups. In further efforts to increase diversity and inclusion, she co-founded Our Collective, a community resource group that empowers Black and Latinx employee resource group leaders. In 2012, Andrea founded Firewood Events, an event and wedding planning company. And then in 2020, she co-founded Swag by Asayo, a swag and gifting company that features products from Black and Latinx-owned small businesses. In all of her work, Andrea takes a people-first approach in order to be as inclusive as possible for people of all identities and backgrounds across the globe. When not working or running her businesses, you can find Andrea decorating and furnishing her new home, baking sweet treats, or hosting a game night with family and friends. Andrea, thank you again for being with us. Thanks for having me. So you have a a new role in your day job at DoorDash. Can you talk a little bit about what you're up to these days there? Absolutely. So I work at DoorDash as the senior manager of global employer brand and recruitment marketing. So in that role, I'm very focused on how we're using our marketing and branding to reach candidates. Um, So very similarly to how a consumer brand marketing role is marketing to get customers or to get drivers, for example, I'm working on getting candidates to work in our corporate offices. Um, So in that, I'm thinking about things like our career site, our LinkedIn page, our uh, review sites where we have company pages like Glassdoor, and how we're leveraging storytelling across all of those platforms, as well as leveraging in-person events um, or virtual right now, (laughs) but eventually in-person events and partnerships to reach talent across the world in all of the locations that we hire. A lot of companies start with gender and ethnic diversity when thinking about DEI, but it is a big, big category. At a high level, how do you define DEI and what's your guidance to colleagues and peers on where to start their own DEI practices? Yeah, so DEI, for those who are unaware, stands for diversity, equity, and inclusion. Three very different words, but for three very different concepts. So when we talk about diversity, we're talking about a group of people who have different backgrounds or um, different endowed traits. So like you mentioned, different genders or races and ethnicities, but also different ability statuses or veteran statuses, maybe caretakers or, um, you know, even folks from different countries and different origins. So um, when we're talking about diversity, it's really important that we're talking about a group of people and how their traits are different and not calling one individual person diverse. When we're looking at equity, we're talking about being able to provide those folks in the group who are underrepresented or have less access to resources 
um, with the resources and tools to bring them up to parity with their overrepresented peers. Um, so for example, we've all heard the statistics about how women will only apply to roles where they fit 90% of the qualifications, whereas men will apply to the roles um, where they fit 50% of the qualifications in the job description. And so in order to bring women up to like an equitable level with their male counterparts, how can we write job descriptions better? How can we use more inclusive language and reduce the number of qualifications that we're requiring in the job description? So that's an example of equity. And then inclusion is really the practice of using both the diversity and equity in order to, for someone to feel included in the room. So it's practices, it's programs and policies to create the feeling of inclusion. So, you know, we hear the example of inviting someone at the table. So having a woman or having someone from an underrepresented background speak up and participate in the meeting, not just being invited to the meeting would be an example of inclusion. And so to your point, companies are often starting with gender and race and ethnicity, but there's so many dimensions of diversity, and especially when we look internationally, right? The genders or the race and ethnicities that are underrepresented in the United States might not be the same in Singapore or in Germany or Australia. So it's really important that we take a specifically curated approach, depending on the location that we're in. And if you're just getting started, you know, that's what I would recommend is learning. What does DEI look like? What does it mean? What does it feel like in the particular country that you're marketing to, that you're recruiting in, that you're building your team in? So making sure that we're all starting our DEI practice with learning from others and listening to each individual stories is definitely where I recommend people get started. Most companies don't have the same resources as DoorDash. What are some of the tactics that businesses can best implement to support DEI recruiting when there aren't huge budgets available? Are there some best practices that you've developed for companies that are a tier or two down with respect to size and global influence? Absolutely. Yeah. Budget varies quite drastically. So this is a really important question. So um, there's a couple of things I would recommend. So one, as it relates to job descriptions, as I mentioned previously, there are companies that you can hire like a textio or a data people, but they're quite expensive. So there is a free resource called Gender Decoder. Um, so you can just Google Gender Decoder and you can drop your job description into that resource. And actually it'll flag if you do have any gendered language in your job description. Um, so that's just one sort of cheat sheet, if you will, one sort of tip there. But I would also say that some best practices don't take capital. They don't require capital. So for example, if you're looking to make your event more inclusive, add a code of conduct and enforce it. Um, if someone violates that code of conduct, make sure that the attendees have a place to report it and someone who is kicking people out if they do violate it. Um, and, you know, that doesn't cost any money, but maybe a volunteer um, who can work that hotline, if you will. For partnerships, making sure that the language um, in the invitations is inclusive, um, avoiding saying like, we're reaching out to all of our marketing ninjas and rock stars, which we know is very coded language and being very intentional with the scripts. Again, doesn't cost any money, but slightly changing the wording to say, hello, everyone, or welcome to this event, everyone, instead of saying, hello, gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. So I definitely think there are some small things as it relates to language that don't take um, a lot of budget. 
but then also there's some tools that are incorporated into the tools we use every day. So Zoom now has a transcriber um, that you can turn on if you do have an event or a meeting so we can be more inclusive to those with hearing challenges. So um, definitely there's little tips and tricks um, in between. So it doesn't always take budget, um, but also, you know, it's helpful to have a budget when you do. <laughs> So for those that do have a budget, how do you think about marketing the company to potential candidates? Are there certain marketing channels or content formats that work best for talent acquisition? And sort of a second part to the question is, would you have a different strategy for military as opposed to something that's more focused on gender or ethnic background or whatever that might be? Yeah, so when marketing to different groups, I'm really thinking about how am I reaching the talent where they are? Um, so often I'm leveraging partnerships. So instead of us saying, hey, we're going to build this amazing database of veterans across the U.S. and Canada, like let's start it from scratch. Instead of saying that, we can go to an organization like Vets and Tech, which already has built this beautiful community of people that are sharing resources and being able to help vets transition into um, work for, working at tech companies. So I think it's really important to not start from scratch, but really utilize the partners and the organizations out there who have already done the hard work of building those communities. And so then in regards to marketing, sort of same thing. I think obviously we can use different targeting and, and retargeting on online and digital marketing platforms, but I think why not market specifically to an organization? So for example, um, Sisters in Sales, you know, we can purchase a job posting in their newsletter or um, sign up to co-host an event with them or even just have a little tagline at the bottom, DoorDash is hiring um, in their newsletter, in their Slack channel. So rather than trying to just focus on targeting on our ads on LinkedIn, for example, let's go to where the talent is, especially if you do have that budget, because with these organizations, any amount of money goes so far to support the resources they're providing to folks. So definitely want to support them from a feel good place, but also it is really helpful um, because they have curated that audience you're looking for. So it sounds like there's a mix of just posts on LinkedIn, sponsoring newsletters, events. What does the mix look like for you? And how do you think about, you know, which content formats or strategies to best leverage? Yeah, I think the mix depends on where your brand is at. So the things that I'm thinking about specifically are for employer brands, do people think about my company as a place to work when you hear the name of it, right? When you think of DoorDash, what do you think of immediately? Are you immediately thinking, oh, I could, I could work in their corporate offices or I should order food tonight or wow, they just launched alcohol. Like, that's so cool. Like, what are you thinking of? And if I could work in their corporate offices or I wonder what it's like to work there isn't one of those top choices, then we really need to focus more on the intentional branding and less on the in-your-face recruiting. Um, so more storytelling and doing that through blog posts, through employee spotlights on LinkedIn, for example, through some ads as well, really focusing on those channels. I think events and partnerships are really useful for the branding aspect. And then once we've built up that brand, then we can market it, right? And so that's when we would go more to the traditional marketing channels, building up our talent network um, through email marketing and um, some more of the digital um, side of things. Hard pivot here. What is Swag by SIO? <laughs> Great question. So Swag Bias IO is what I like to call my COVID baby. So um, I had an idea at 4am. I called my cousin who is a multiple time entrepreneur um, and has an MBA and is just 
my inspiration. And we decided to go in and basically start this company to tackle challenges that I had seen as an event planner in the space. And so, so often events, you're going to these conferences, especially virtually, and you're getting like pens and notebooks and hats. And like, I don't need another tote bag that has a big giant logo on it, right? And so oftentimes um, the swag is ending up in landfills. And so Swag by Asayo is sort of here to prevent the amount of waste that's ending up in landfills while also supporting Black and Latinx owned businesses. So we provide event swag and gift boxes for teams that has products um, all from Black and Latinx owned small businesses. So really trying to shift the narrative from saying we always have to deliver things with logos and things that are quite inexpensive to how can we provide products that folks will actually use and can actually reorder if they like. What's an example of a sample gift box? Yeah, um, so we actually just shipped one out this weekend and it had um, a couple of snacks. So a bag of chips from a company called Symphony Chips, some coffee and tea um, from two different companies, Garden Based and Caribou. And so I really like the ones that are like food and drink based because I think it's like really interactive during an event. You can, you know, eat your bag of chips while you're watching this conference. But also um, we've done some spa based and like relaxation type gifts that have body butter by Kelly. And we also have um, candles. And so there's a ton of different gifts so that it can be sort of more uh, personal or more food and beverage focused, but trying to make sure to reach a wide base of audiences and especially those speakers who, you know, they speak at a lot of events and they get every single piece of swag. Like, what do you get to, what do you gift somebody who has everything? So being able to introduce them to new companies has been really exciting. I don't need any more pens. Yeah, right. Like I have too many. <laughs> And the ones that you give me don't work anyway, right? So I'm not using True. your gifted pens. All right, I'll get you out on this question and it's the grand finale here. So what's the best way for people to learn more about the company? Where can they read more about it? Where can they maybe even place an order with you? Yeah, um, so you can learn more about Swag by Asayo at swagbyasayo.com or swagbyasayo on Instagram. Um, and Asayo is spelled A-S-A-Y-O. Um, you can also learn more about me personally on my site, andrealong.co. Um, or on LinkedIn backslash Andrea Long. Um, so yeah, I'm on all the channels, Twitters, Instagrams, all the things I'm trying to learn. So definitely interested in chatting with you all. And, and thanks so much for listening. We'll put the Swag by Asayo link in the show notes when this gets published. Andrea, thank you so much for being with us. Really appreciate your wisdom today. Thank you.